You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. Ken Vellante here with a special episode of Something Rather Than Nothing uh, with a show update and uh, two spoken word pieces by uh, Irish writers, poets, artists, Greg Clifford and Jeff Finan. I hope you enjoy uh, the two pieces uh, in this episode. Really like to thank them for their contribution and uh, for their appearance on the show in the past. Um, the podcast has been uh, recorded for almost uh, three years. Uh, this is episode 131. And uh, asking for your support in reviews on uh, all your uh, podcast uh, portals. Um, Apple, Podchaser, Spotify, Audible, um, and all the places where you find uh, your podcast, including where it's uh, produced, uh, Podbean. So I uh, would appreciate your uh, support of the episodes, sharing them with friends, uh, family, philosophers, artists, thinkers, uh, reviews of individual episodes and of the uh, of the show as a whole. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, so we have those two spoken word pieces and upcoming uh, on the next few episodes, we'll have guest hosts with uh, a new artists and um, asking the questions uh, we've been asking about art and philosophy uh, throughout the, the entire show. So I hope you enjoyed those those uh, upcoming episodes with some uh, special uh, special guest hosts. Again, thanks for Jeff Finan, uh, Greg Clifford, and their pieces on this uh, episode. And listen to the end for a little teaser and uh, a prompt for you to listen to Season 2 of The Skylark Bell by Melissa Oliveri, who's been a guest, and that lovely story and uh, sound design and presentation on The Skylark Bell. That'll end this episode. Thank you so much. Thanks for supporting the show, and uh, take care and keep creating. The first piece you'll hear is from Greg Clifford, and following from that, Jeff Finan. As Boethius theorized history as a wheel, Inconstancy is my fairy essence, says the wheel. Rise up on my spokes if you like, but don't complain when I cast back down into the depths. Good times pass away, but then so do the bad. Mutability is our tragedy, but it's also our hope. The worst of the times, like the best, are always passing us by. I find solace in this harsh but pertinent truth. Although incessantly nebulous in nature, I'm serene and lucid. It's very clear in my mind that life owes us nothing, not one of us. No divine path to contentedness or wholesome comforts. We create our own focus, our own meaning. With this, I've made my peace. Sink or swim, surrender, or strive to survive. Life is a series of cause and effect. Mistakes and madness, mystery, happiness, laughter, surprise, sadness, delight and devastation. No one 
exempt from the fragility of life. And how vain earthly glories truly are. How futile to rationalise what is inherently irrational. The constant conflict, crippling, consumed by mistruths and moral panics. How does one objectively intervene before sanity is irretrievable? Damage irreparable. Tears roll silently down my face as I gaze vacantly into the self-imposed abyss, drifting into the ether, into nothingness. Flashing images commence, dancing, skipping, tripping, flickering, a candlelit wall. Entering a strange insalubrious room I now reside within a framework alien to me. Illusions, confusions, People's warped perceptions reverberating in my head, recalcitrant, belligerent, sadistic, my regular reference point all but extinguished, dissipating, evaporating right before my very eyes. Yet still a certain comfort lingers in the realisation. A knowing primitivism prevails, the understanding of the great paradox of life, that we are paramount, yet paltry. I close my eyes. A sinister soundscape ensues, waiting in the long grass, waiting to pounce. An impending onslaught. Klaus Kinski's Jesus Christ Saviour emerges, bold and brazen. His words intensify, entwine, amalgamate, growing increasingly layered and convoluted, challenging the sinister. Then, momentary silence. The plug is pulled on the lunacy for now. Cacophonous church bells commence. I look up. I hear the birds. Maybe Aldous Harding was right when she mused. What if the birds aren't singing? They're screaming. A light rain descends like being baptised again, like being absolved from my unflagging feverish folly. Further imagery now evoked, this time a recurring dream in which my beloved leads me down to the coast blindfolded. It's tranquil, incremental movements. We arrive, I feel at ease, but then a knife enters and I descend. I reach out, but my bed has already been laid. I'm very still as I bleed out. I become very present in this moment. No longer afraid. Free from superfluous luxuries. The future pales into subservience. The future's uncertain but the end is always near. Let it roll, baby roll. Let it roll on a moonlight drive. Let it roll, let it roll all night long. Until there is no more on. Cord cut, light switched off. I am meagre in comparison to the crashing waves. They are majestic, constant yet in motion. I vanish from the frame. A faint ghost lingers, liberated at last.
Falling by Jeff Finan Falling Part 1 I walk these streets for inspiration Pounding cobbles till beads drop from my head as perspiration And sick of imitation or cunts that leave citations I'm left room my friend who like others have left these shores to emigration It's famine ships in old Ireland sun I fell asleep with the wheel I missed the conversation Instead I'm sitting alone at a bar dreaming of a butterfly who's dreaming of my own imagination. I'm the poet who sells cigars to feed his habit filled with mitigation. It's the metaphysical act of depravity that's made me like this. And I like this. Fallen part two. Pale eyes stare at bright screens. There's no line between us and this tink tech. We're the new gunslingers slinging guns for fun. It's a pity the bullets are rubber. We only ever retweet bull. Unedited information becomes edited lies and news isn't new as I search for old truths. Any truth. I'm finally lost in a cave looking at a flicker of a shadow that I put there and I can't take my gaze away. I stare at these puppets as they pounce forth and back. I'm sitting in a hole, my favourite colours painted black. I'm grieving for humanity and I want my future back. Echo chambers that changed my soul and left a hole. Not white, but black. I walk these streets of incipitation. Insipid fuckheads who are once well read are now as easily read as books. And they don't give a fuck. Control like puppets without even a string. Fuck this broad in the mind shit man, I'm just doing my thing. If this was a fight, the tell would fall, the bell would ring. But you can't throw the towel until the fat lady sings and Mother Nature's just warming her throat. Falling part three. Lesson likes is where we came from. Walk in stained streets to feed our fears. We'd shoes with holes and our lads were either strung out or on the dole. It was like the roads walk backwards and that was my childhood. Nothing was ever expected, so most affected. It was like the darkness was the least thing affected and kids who grew up never trusted their self-respect and a dialect of their intellect was always put back in check. If only somebody could reflect their son. Most of them were left there. Like an empty cupboard bare or a life without care. This... Is the essence of a Dublin that was rare. That drumbeat that focuses solely on the snare and that squared up cunt and that fearless fucking stare. That harmless punch that rocks from the old pair or that resentment that this life I lead. It's not fair. I walk these streets in the batter. Jovial dickheads who have waltzed right in leaving this place without sin while I watch it shatter. This is where I'm from and what's it the matter? There's posh cunts and low class cunts and I'm glad I'm the latter. There's old shops and new fronts leaving heads on silver platters and there's cold shunts and slow dumps as we leave with pitter patter. Maybe I'm not welcome anymore.